If you're in Dubai, you've probably heard of Smart Dubai. If you've visited Dubai for innovation and tech purposes, you've probably heard of Smart Dubai. If you're in blockchain, you've definitely heard of Dubai are all in blockchain. But what is exactly happening and what is cooking under the hood? In today's episode, we take a deep dive into Smart Dubai and to see and understand what they are really doing in the blockchain space. Hello everyone and welcome to the 23rd episode of Encrypted. My name is Ahmed Al-Balaghi. Encrypted is a podcast that is dedicated to guiding you through the blockchain and crypto universe. With me today is a special guest from Smart Dubai who is actually implementing blockchain around the UAE, Mohammed Al-Sharid. Say hello. Hello everyone. How are you doing Mohammed? I'm good, thank you. Thank you Ahmed for having me with you today. Awesome. Um, happy New Year. Thank you so much. Yes, <laughs> I think it's my first time to meet you after the new year. Oh yeah, I think yeah. so too. How's your How's the new year been for you so far? Well, it was good. I mean, the the, the period during the winter winter is always active. Awesome. So today we we want to basically do a deep dive into um, smart Dubai, particularly within uh, sort of the blockchain arena. So could you give a bit uh, a background about yourself and also um, the history of smart Dubai and how it started with blockchain technology? Yeah, thank you, Ahmed. Uh, actually, I've joined uh, Smart Dubai uh, 14 months back. Uh, I've been working with uh, Duo for the past uh, over seven years. And the last year of my uh, career within Do was in the digital department. Do is the uh, Do the telecom operator, mm-hmm. the second telco operator in the UAE. Mm-hmm. Uh, since I've joined uh, the Smart Dubai, I've been assigned uh, the role of uh, project managing the the blockchain strategy uh, with my peers as well within Smart Dubai and with my peers from other uh, uh, government entities uh, within Dubai. Speaking about the blockchain strategy, the blockchain strategy was launched uh, uh, as a collaboration and as a result of a collaboration between the Smart Dubai and the Dubai Future Foundation mm-hmm. back in uh, early 2016. Uh, the launch by His Highness uh, has happened in October 2016, uh, where His Highness Sheikh Hamdan bin Mohammed Al Maktoum, Crown Prince of Dubai, uh, has stated that Dubai will be the first city fully powered by blockchain by 2020. And when we, we've been asked about this quote, we always refer to the uh, applicable use cases and the most re- relevant use case when we speak about a, a decentralized uh, uh, technology that can be implemented mm-hmm. within uh, the government bodies. Speaking about the strategy uh, and speaking about the three pillars that we always uh, 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 we used to present and speak about, we focus on three main uh, areas. First, okay, the so these three pillars sort of define the strategy, right? Exactly. Okay. So we speak about the, uh, uh, we focus on the gov- increasing government efficiency, uh, creating the industry and the ecosystem uh, around blockchain and the international leadership. Speaking of each, and, and we have lots of details to speak about each of yep. uh, of those pillars. Just interrupt me if you have any specific questions okay. uh, uh, as we go through. The government efficiency, uh, the first activity under the government efficiency is creating the use cases and developing the POCs around those use cases. And this is specifically for government Specifically departments. for the government and okay. the private sector. So okay. uh, uh, the exercise has started back in March 2017 mm-hmm. where we worked with our partners, uh, IBM and Consensus, 
to develop the use cases and develop uh, uh, the use cases that can uh, increase or enhance the current government processes. Okay. So speaking about uh, an example of buying a property. So we went through the process uh, 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 of defining the current uh, activity that's happening for the individuals and the business person coming to Dubai. What are the number of papers that need to be prepared, signed, stamped, how many number, how many physical visits that need to be made to different uh, government uh, bodies or even uh, pr partners from the private sector. Uh, we've defined the details of, of, of each journey and each use case, and we started benchmarking those use cases. So. Uh, we have example of a, a benchmarking example uh, of a land registry in Ghana, as an example. There was a project there, and we have uh, another project happening uh, related to blockchain in Estonia, Singapore, uh, and more. So we've benchmarked the exercise with, we're doing with another with other international uh, countries, and from there uh, we started engaging further with the government entities to address those pain points and define why do we need a blockchain and what can be done to start executing those projects. Uh, this is speaking about the, the use cases as, pa as part of the first pillar. The second uh, uh, aspect is the blockchain platform. The, the, the idea behind what uh, Smart Dubai is doing and what Smart Dubai uh, is used to do from the uh, early days back in 2000 is to provide shared services to the government uh, entities. Uh, we have services like uh, the GRP, the Infrastructure Data Center uh, services, all provided from by, by Smart Dubai. So we said we need to build a blockchain platform okay. uh, that uh, can help uh, the government entities to use and reduce the cost of implementation uh, when we speak about those use cases. Uh, this is uh, the second aspect. The third one is the blockchain policy. Uh, here, where we, as we spoke before, Ahmed, the blockchain policy is having two main work streams. Work stream one is the blockchain implementation policy. We have lots of, uh, uh, I mean, as we go through the block use cases implementation, we can see that we have lots of uh, uh, missing uh, details and dots that need to be connected. Yeah to ensure that we are on, on the right path. So we've defined the blockchain policy, uh, uh, the implementation policy, which mm -hmm. is work stream one, uh, that has three main uh, streams. First, the foundational capabilities. Second, the network governance and the network operation. So each uh, stream has its own details uh, 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 of focus areas that need to be uh, uh, developed and answered. Uh, speaking about the architecture and the standards, uh, the legal support, speaking about the network security standards, mm -hmm. speaking about the data formats, data privacy, mm -hmm. um, the intellectual property, the expansions that might be done, uh, ownership, membership. We used to do uh, the concept of what the all tech projects is just centralized model. Mm -hmm. So it's clear that you need to put your capital amount, mm -hmm. uh, investment, get things up and running, and then operate it. Yeah, It's clear for you as an entity how to manage that. Okay. But speaking about a use case, yeah, bringing three or four at least of stakeholders to the use case, 
Yes, we need to look at the, the model in a completely different perspective. Okay, so uh, to... In so terms of yeah. uh, partnership and in terms of operating it, yeah. Okay, so to um, just um, track back a bit, so um, the ideas within the government efficiency um, pillar, you have the use cases, you also have the blockchain platform, and then you also have the blockchain policy. Yes. Um, and within the blockchain policies, you have two different work streams. Yes, we spoke about the first one now. Yeah. Uh, since we mentioned the, the focus areas of the blockchain implementation policy, this is uh, part of uh, work stream one. The, works, the second work stream uh, is focusing on the po uh, crypto asset positioning. Mm -hmm. uh, as, we, as we discussed, Smart Dubai is not a regulator. Uh, when we get into speaking about uh, securities and speaking about uh, uh, utilities and other type of types of uh, coins and uh, cryptocurrencies. But as we work with, uh, we've been very engaged with the startups. We've been very uh, engaging with the, with, the, with the ecosystem and uh, uh, the demand happening that a form of regulation need to be uh, developed. So we said as Smart Dubai, as an orchestrator and a key ecosystem player, uh, and based on our strategy, we need to have a positioning, we need to have a recommendation okay. that we see in a sense that those are the, 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 the standards that need to be developed. We used to say uh, uh, a policy, but we cannot say that we will come up with a policy or a final policy. But the better term that can be used is to have a standard yeah. that we look at that can, of course, it, it will be changing as we speak. Mm -hmm. This is, the technology is not that mature and it keeps evolving. Things are changing in six months down the road. We need to have a, 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 a standard that we build from or, or a skeleton of what we want to do. Yeah. And uh, uh, hopefully we will be in contact with our peers from the federal authorities mm -hmm. uh, to discuss uh, our conclusion and uh, okay. what form of regulation can be, can be, can be at least in 2019 uh, uh, developed and announced, inshallah. Okay, so essentially this positioning that is being built um, here in Smart Dubai is basically something that um, you guys see as, you know, you're wanting to have a standard, and then from that standard you go and sort of present it to the actual regulators to act for, so that you guys can actually say, um, you have a say at the table yes. and say, look, this is, these are our thoughts, have you considered this, this is something that... Um, yeah. is actually really important to the crypto community and also the blockchain community at large because we speak with them on a daily basis. Yeah, actually okay. the regulators are being, uh, I mean, they're actively working on, mm -hmm. on coming up with a, with a regulation or a standard. Uh, but we said, since we have, we'll be getting to the second and third pillars. Mm -hmm. It's part of our responsibility to create the industry in Dubai yes. and the mm -hmm. UAE in general. Yeah. So it's part of our responsibility to really understand what do we need to do to make sure that we have um, or Dubai acts as a, as a hub and truly a blockchain capital uh, yeah. to, to the world. Okay. So we really need, or Smart Dubai need to have its own view uh, 
on the crypto assets regulation as well. Makes sense. Um, and yeah. before we get onto the second and third pillar, I just wanted to tackle um, the blockchain platform element within the government efficiency. This blockchain platform, what is it exactly? Is it a, um, a platform where any government department just sort of could come in um, and actively build on it? Um, is it some? Is it will it? Is it the de facto blockchain platform for for Dubai as a whole? Can you um, elaborate on that yeah. a bit further? Uh, the, the the blockchain platform will be offered as an optional service mm -hmm. for whomever is interested to have uh, to have their own their own on chain uh, component. Okay. On the on the network. Um, we have a demand from several authorities in Dubai that they are waiting to have the, the, the network up and running for them, which is expected in uh, end of Feb by this year. It is completely optional. Uh, they have the chance to use it or not to use it or build their own. But uh, it, it is part of our uh, blockchain pol implementation policy that the standards of the platform uh, are mentioned in the policy as well, so it's an added value for them to use the, the, the platform. Okay, and then how does this differ from um, you and other stakeholders actively coming together to build a use case? Is the blockchain platform um, needed to build the use case, or do the other stakeholders, um, which are the government departments, have to build their own platform? Um, to, to build the use case that they're looking for? If I got your question mm -hmm. right, uh, the, 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 the blockchain platform will, pro will allow them to even uh, expand their concepts. Currently, they have their own POC environment or a pilot environment, which is on-premise. Okay. And still, there's lots of limitation in terms of infrastructure and infrastructure availability and and uh, uh, the, the required network availability. So having a platform even will allow other uh, members from the network to, to use it, speaking about even the members from the private sector. So uh, this is the concept behind it, is to provide a platform with full capabilities and, 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 and uh, uh, benefits for the government entities to use, and not only them, including the, the members from the private sector. So speaking about banks, mm -hmm. we have several banks are engaged with us in, in two or three use cases at least. So can you can, share those use cases? Or? Uh, yes, speaking about uh, renting a property, speaking about the uh, buying a property with the land department, speaking about uh, the Dubai Economic Department. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, those are three the three use cases that came comes to my mind. Even the payment reconciliation use case that is managed by Smart Dubai. Okay. All of them involve the banking sector. Okay, great. Um, so, could you um, elaborate on the second and third pillar? That you okay. Know? Going back to the second and third pillar, uh, speaking about the industry creation, uh, as I mentioned, it's it's uh, it's it's crucial that Smart Dubai focuses on the industry and on creating the ecosystem. So part of our uh, program is, uh, is the blockchain challenge and our participati participation in the uh, accelerator programs. Uh, we'll speak about the blockchain challenge. Um, the blockchain challenge was launched back in 2017, the first run, uh, which was the first run of the uh, blockchain challenge and we had uh, received over 80 applications 
from 18 cities that year. I mean, one of the winners is Edu Chain of that year. In 2018, we've received over 200 applications, and they were from 85 different cities. The concept behind the blockchain challenge is to bring different startups from across the globe to Dubai to experience or to have the competition in Dubai and pitch their ideas here in front of members from different sectors. It's an opportunity for them to get new projects and get the chance to to have a different experience within the community and the MENA region. Two of them are currently, two of the winners uh, of 2017 are uh, in the process of uh, relocating to Dubai. Oh, awesome. Which is a, a good uh, indication, let me say. And as you know, some of the startups like EduChain and others are having local projects now in Dubai. Yeah. With different members, with not necessarily the government uh, Uh, entity, which is uh, the uh, the key factor that Smart Dubai is doing. Yeah, we're not speaking about government sector only. We're speaking about even other uh, players and uh, partners from the private sector. Mm-hmm. Speaking about 2019, we've launched uh, the blockchain challenge um, by end of December. Actually, a few weeks back, mm-hmm. um, you can have uh, the full visibility about the competi- upcoming competition on our website. The challenge is plan- planned to happen at the future blockchain summit uh, on the 3rd of April, inshallah, mm-hmm. uh, where we will also uh, shortlist 20 winners of the application and we will uh, flew them into Dubai uh, to compete and enjoy a full week uh, stay in Dubai and experience the culture which where we'll have a full uh, program for them here. Awesome. Yeah, no, I was just um, look, looking at this and I remember see, um, seeing it advertised actually a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Smart Dubai Global Blockchain Challenge, it, it says here applications are open until the 30th of January 2019, right? That's correct. Okay, so um, make sure, guys, if you're a blockchain startup, um, to yeah to apply and give Dubai a shot. Why not? I mean, if I had a startup, I'd definitely... I mean, there's paid flight and accommodation for Dubai five nights, so yeah. pretty cool. Okay. The full information about the the challenge is available on our website and our social media accounts as well. Yes, smartdubai.ae. Smartdubai.ae. Yes. Awesome. All right, great. And so, what were the? So this is one part of the industry creation. This is one part of it. The second part is our participation at the Dubai Future Accelerator Program. Based on the different cohorts, we support as well on on bringing blockchain startups. to POC and test new projects and initiatives that are happening part of the cohorts at the Dubai Future Accelerator Program. Speaking about the third pillar, third pillar is the international leadership based on the experience and the activity we are doing in Dubai. We've been participating in international uh, reports uh, like the CNN Global uh, Gateway uh, uh, program. We've been uh, crowned at the world uh, crowned as the world capital of blockchain, um, and this is based on our activity and the uh, experience being shared and the knowledge shared uh, happening between uh, 
smart Dubai members and the smart Dubai activity with the international stakeholders and the international partners. Mm-hmm. Uh, smart Dubai has been uh, one of the first smart city on blockchain in Barcelona, which was one year back in Barcelona Smart City uh, uh, Expo, which is a, a result of our activity in, in the field and uh, our activity in the, in the, on the blockchain strategy. Uh, we've been participating in international and local events, mainly the speaking about the local events uh, since 2017. We've had lots of events that are happening throughout the year, uh, focusing on one, which is the direction being made by the leadership in Smart Dubai is the future blockchain summit. Mm-hmm. The first uh, summit uh, has happened last year in May. And this year it is happening on the 2nd of April uh, of 2019 awesome. at the Trade Center, where we'll have lots of uh, thought uh, leaders, uh, uh, researchers, uh, members from the uh, private sector, anyone mm. who has developed a use case, yeah. even startups will be joining us at the summit uh, on that day, inshallah. Great stuff. And when it comes to this international leadership, if you were to actually compare to um, the UAE um, or even cities um, like Dubai to other countries and cities who are also implementing blockchain, who do you think would sort of rank um, at the top as well? Okay, this is a, this is a tough question. <laughs> um, I mean... There's lots, lots of activities happening uh, across the globe. And mm-hmm. uh, since it's a, a, something, a technology that's thriving and every year there is a different, different expectation and different results. Uh, I mean, every city is having its own uh, experience. As an example, Malta, they've issued several regulations uh, on blockchain. Yeah. Uh, speaking about different aspects about it. Uh, Smart Dubai is also working hardly even to 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 be as a hub as a hub to to the startups by having those uh, those frameworks and standards. Uh, another country like the, the the Crypto Valley, Switzerland, we are benchmarking to what they are doing as mm-hmm. well, and uh, we are learning from everyone. And it is an interesting th- interesting thing to to share knowledge between between cities. Okay, so, so now you've mentioned these three different pillars and the different activities that Smart Dubai um, does in this space. Wh- how do you see Smart Dubai's role within the blockchain ecosystem? You mentioned the word sort of orchestrating. Do, do, you, st- do you see it still as an orchestrator or is it a bit more, a bit more than that? Uh, I mean, y- yes, we, it's not only about orchestrators. We, be, we're ha- we have our own... Uh, blockchain activity as well. Yes, we are orchestrating other use cases happening in the city, but we have our own use cases that we are developing. So, uh, I mean, by being uh, uh, a test bed to the technology and mm-hmm. uh, uh, POCing different uh, concepts, what we are doing is step one of what the other government entities uh, require. Uh, speaking about uh, uh, the payment reconciliation uh, use case. The experience being gained from this use case is helping us to manage other use cases that are uh, mm. under uh, piloting with the government entities. And is this payment reconciliation use case um, a use case that is devised within Smart Dubai or had to be orchestrated different? Uh, 
it has to be it had to be orchestrated differently we had different uh, stakeholders from the government like DWAC HDA and the mm-hmm. department of finance uh, we do have uh, members uh, like network international and the emirates national bank of dubai so they are part of the first pilot and now we are looking forward to onboard other uh, participants and partners from the government and private sector to this use case what what is this use case trying to solve how is it implementing blockchain uh, the concept behind the use case is to um, have an instant payment reconciliation. The current procedure takes up to 45 days mm-hmm. where it involves uh, several manual steps that are being uh, made for any transaction that's happening between the government or consumer C2G type of uh, services. Yeah. So the idea is to have an instant uh, reconciliation settlement between among the stakeholders uh, in the in the use case okay awesome stuff um now so if uh, i guess we already discussed that you know if you're a startup you could easily contact smart device through the global challenge online um how, how could how can anyone else get in contact with you mohammed if they wanted to find out more information or if they had any more questions um Actually, uh, you, usually we have our uh, uh, email from from our website. They can get in touch with our contact center, and uh, we usually, myself and my colleagues from Smart Dubai, attend to those requests. Great stuff. Okay, thanks a lot, Mohammed. Thank you very much for being on the interview.